If you're a movie collector, you need Movies Anywhere. It pulls your favorite purchase movies from participating digital retailers into one central place. So you can finally say goodbye to scattered movie collections and hello to an organized library. With Movies Anywhere, you can watch your favorite movies on any compatible device whenever and wherever you want. Ready to grow and enjoy your digital collection? Visit MoviesAnywhere.com slash welcome and register for free. Registration with Movies Anywhere required. Open to U.S. residents 13 and over. To quarters. Run out the guns. Stand by this tavern battery. One broadside into it, if you please, Captain Bush. Pointers on target. Lynch stops ready. Aye, aye, sir. Ready. Fire. <laughs> Michael Redgrave as C.S. Forrester's Indomitable Man of the Sea, Horatio Hornblower. Lieutenant, for two months now. Is that right? Perfect, sir. 
If you pass this examination, why then the day after tomorrow, you will be a full lieutenant with no nonsense about it. And you'll have two months' seniority. Well, it sounds wonderful, sir, but... Uh, but what? Well, nothing, sir. I was... <laughs> I was just thinking what would happen if I... If I... If I should fail. You would revert to midshipmen, naturally. And you'd lose about eight months of seniority. Because it'd be six months at least before you could try again. Yes, I know that, sir. Well, well. You say you do feel ready for this examination? Well, I, uh... uh oh, yes, sir. Very well, then. A report to the Santa Barbara at 3 p.m. tomorrow with your certificates and journals. Aye, aye, sir. Tell Mr. Bolton you have my permission to go. You may use one of the ship's boats. Thank you, sir. That's all. Oh, and, uh... By the way... Yes, sir? Good luck, Hornblower. I wish that I could be as confident of the examination as I pretended. The truth was, I, I hadn't expected it to come so soon. Well, there was nothing for it then but to get out Noddy's epitome of navigation and Clark's complete handbook of seamanship and try in the next 24 hours to be up on everything in those two thick volumes. And there were other things to be attended to besides. And my friend, midshipman Jack Brace, never let me forget them. Shoes. Hmm? Oh, was, was that Brace? I said shoes. Oh, look. Trigonometry is difficult enough without your going cryptic on me, Brace, my boy. What do you mean? You'll have to wear your buckle shoes, remember? Oh, good heavens, that's true. Well, chuck them to me, laddie. Buck, I'll go to the gun room and get them polished. So he took my shoes and I went back to my navigation. It was a long time before Brace came back. Here, take this. Hmm? What? Oh, what's that? My clean shirt. You don't own a clean one, oh. you know, it won't Oh, thanks very much. <laughs> Not at all. What about my shoes? Oh, um, oh, well, don't worry. Oh, great, Neptune, haven't you got them polished yet? The gunman supply of shoe blacking is dry to a chip. Oh, no. Well, that's all right. I had two of the men work it soft with lard. Oh, well, then. Unfortunately, the resultant compound stubbornly refuses to take a polish. Well, then he got what am I to do, man? I have two men now at work with the gunman's melting shoe brush. When oh. they're through with that, they'll use a soft cloth. Now, don't worry. We'll bring your shoes up to a condition of brightness worthy of an examination for lieutenant. Oh. <laughs> no means satisfied with what I knew of navigation, but I did have to close that book and start on the handbook of seamanship. And, oh, I felt so abysmally ignorant. Jack Brace's interruptions at least served the purpose of taking my mind off my desperate lack of knowledge. Bridges. Well, what are you talking about this time, Brace? Bridges? Hey, give me the bridges to your number one uniform. Oh? I'll have them prepped for you. Oh, yes. Thank you, Jack. I don't mention it, Larry Buck. The words in the complete handbook of seamanship began after a while to dance before my eyes. It seemed completely meaningless to my befuddled brain. It was as if from a great distance that sometime later I again heard the voice of midshipman Brace. Liquor. Mm. What's that? What's that? What did you say? I said liquor. Your spirit ration from the British Navy. Give it to me quickly. You, you haven't drunk it, have you? No. Oh, well, then trot it out. Look sharp. Why? So that the gunroom attendant will be able to press your breeches. What, is he going to press them with a tin cup half full of rum? Oh, of course not. The liquor's for the warrant cook. Oh, why should he have my rum ration? Because if the gunroom attendant is to press your breeches, he has to heat a flat iron in the galley. Oh. Well, the cook won't allow him to do that without some payment. And, and All right, all right. There's today's spirit ration over there. 
I was keeping it till later. If you want to be a lieutenant, you have to make sacrifices, Wondler. It went on like that through the afternoon and most of the night and all of the next morning. And by the end of that time, I was turning rather frantically from Norrie's text to Clark's and back again to Norrie's navigation. The only question in my mind was which one baffled me more. Finally, the boat was ready to carry me to the Santa Barbara. I'd made myself resplendent with my sword and white breeches and buckled shoes, my bundle of journals under my arm, my certificates of sobriety and good conduct in my pocket. Grace had only one last word of advice. Your hat. I couldn't get the dents out of it. What? Oh, take it off as soon as you can and keep it under your arm. Maybe they won't see you come up the ship's side. When I got aboard the Santa Barbara, I was directed aft to a portside cabin. And when I entered that cabin, my heart sank down to those buckled shoes. For there was a whole cabin full of other midshipmen, all of them dressed like myself, all of them ready to take that examination. One of them spoke to me. Welcome to the black hole of Calcutta. Oh, for the love of... How many are there here, anyhow? You're the 40th. 40? How many... How many will they pass, do you think? Five? <laughs> I doubt it. Do you know who's examining us? No. Dreadnought Foster, for one. Oh, no. He's a tail twister as ever there was one. And Captain Harvey of the dockyard. I don't know him. Oh. You wouldn't want to. Well, who's the third? I don't like to tell you. Well, I don't like to have you tell me, then. But you might as well. Come on. Black Charlie Hammond. Oh, Lord. Oh, he's almost as bad as Dreadnought Foster, isn't he? Yes. <laughs> he passed through here looking as if he'd lost a guinea and found sixpence. Huh? Well, we may as well sit here and wait our turns. But much good it'll do us. We waited. The first man came back from his examination. But he had failed. And informed us that they began by asking him to define a, a rum line. Thirty-nine midshipmen had their textbooks open on the instant and re-read about rum lines. Candidates departed and candidates returned. Most gloomy. Some smiling. The afternoon wore on. Twilight came. Night came. And finally, my new friend left. And ten minutes later, he was back. He had failed. It was my turn now. I straightened my neckcloth and saw to it that my sword hung correctly at my side. In an agony of nervousness, I, I went into the examining room to stand before the three grim faces across the table. Well, sir, report yourself. We have no time to waste. Oh. Hornblower, sir. Horatio Hornblower, midshipman. Uh, I mean, acting lieutenant, HMS Indefatigable, sir. Your certificates, please. Yes, yes, sir. Yes, yes, they're in order. You're a close hold on the port tack, Mr. Hornblower. Beating up channel with a northeasterly wind blowing hard with Dover bearing north two miles. Is that clear? Uh, yes. yes, sir. Now the wind veers four points and takes you flat aback. What do you do, sir? What do you do? Oh, no, no rum lines. Yeah, what's that? Uh, nothing, sir. What do you do? Quickly. Well, um, I'm... By now you're dismasted. Dismasted with the Dover Cliffs under your lead. Well, you're in serious trouble, Mr. Um, Hornblown. Well, sir, I think that... Um, did you say four points, sir? Because if it were... 
That's gunfire out there. Cannon! Come on, let's get back to our ships. Unceremoniously, they rushed out of the cabin, sweeping aside the sentry at the door. I followed them. And with the three captains, I arrived in the waist, just in time to see a rocket soar up into the night sky, raised in a shower of red stars. Right! It's the general alarm! Fire ships! Fire ships! Observe the watch! Call my gig! Huh? You don't expect to find the gig now, do you, Hammond? our ships in the harbor beat to quarters. Across half a mile of dark water, a yellow light crew. Ships wrapped in flame. A line of fire ships was running before the wind, straight into our crowded anchorage. Let one of those blazing hulls make contact with one of our vessels, and instantly the fire will be transmitted to the dry-painted timber, to the tarred cordage, to the inflammable sails. To men in highly combustible ships filled with explosives, fire is the deadliest and most dreaded peril of the sea. And this was the peril we all faced now. You shoreboats there! You shoreboats! Come alongside! Come alongside, confound you! Come alongside or I'll fire you! Simply there, make ready to give him a shot. Yes, there's a way to bring him, Captain Foster. He's coming. Here, gentlemen, we'll tell this lugger man where to take us. Back to our own ships, instantly. Come on, gentlemen. ran to the mizzen chains and flung themselves down into the boat. I was right at their heels. It was my bounden duty to get back to my ship as soon as possible. But then I knew there was no chance of a junior officer's finding a boat to take him back. Perhaps after the captains reached their ships, if they reached them, well, I could do the same, perhaps. I threw myself in as I pushed off, nearly knocking the breath out of Captain Harvey. Answer this, I didn't mean to, 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 to knock into you, sir. Well, young man, where are you going? Well, I I should go to the indefatigable, sir. After you're all conveyed to your ships, of course. Mm. Well, Osborn, roll, can't you? This is no time to sit there keeping. Pull away. Where to? I'm not in the Navy. I'm a British civilian. Pull from my ship, the Treadmill. No, no. Look here, Captain Foster. I'm the senior. Pull for the Calypso. And at once. That's the Dreadnought's mirror. I'm sorry. Yes, woman. Please, please. We must get started. Calypso it is. But pull, Osmond. Pull. I have the tiller. Gibraltar Harbor in the middle of a dangerous action. And my companions were a reluctant oarsman and the three captains of the captain's board. Their tempers had not markedly improved. Pull! Oh, pull! My ship's in danger. I suppose you don't think that mine is too, Foster. Look, sir. Look, there's one of the fire ships now, sir. Where? Well, just after us, sir, over there. She's swinging round. She's across Santa Barbara's cable. She's going to ram the Santa Barbara. Heaven help on board there. Ah, sir, the old Santa Barbara has 2,000 prisoners battened down below decks, hasn't she? That fire ship will be alongside her any minute. Sir, with a man at the wheel of a fire ship, she, she could be steered clear, don't, well, don't you think, sir? We ought to do it. 
Put the tiller over, Captain Harvey. Over it is. Now pull. You oarsman. He said pull. I, uh, I don't want to. What's that you say? If I pull alongside that fire ship, we'll all go up in smoke. Your sword, Hammond. Yeah. Now you oarsman, you see this sword? Now pull, pull, pull. Yes, sir. Uh, yes. Lay us under her counter. I'll jump for it. Let me go, Captain Foster, sir. I'll handle her. Come with me if you like, Hondo. May need two of us. Our boat swung under the stern of the fire ship. She was before the wind again now, and just gathering way, just heading down upon the Santa Barbara. I stood up on the fort and jumped. My hands gripped something, and with a kick and a struggle, I dragged myself up onto the empty deck. Captain Foster followed. With a brig before the wind, the flames were blown forward. Right aft where we were, the heat was terrifying. I ran forward to the wheel. It was lashed with a loop of line, and as I cast this off and seized the spokes, I, I could feel the rudder below me bite into the water. We're going to collide with the Santa Barbara. Hard over! <laughs> Hard over it is, sir. Lee over, flames coming this way. But hold on to that wheel! Oh. Oh. I've, I've, I've got her, sir! Hold on to She's turning, sir! Keep her over! We might still ram! We're gonna... gonna pass the Santa Barbara, sir! We're gonna pass her! We did it, sir! side by side in the water until he spoke to me again. I, I don't know. Oh! oh. Hornblower! Oh, sir! The boat! 
Wes. Call them. I can't help. Oh, they're, they're headed towards us. Yes, Here it comes. Here it comes. Oh. Oh. Here, here it is. Hang onto the size. Go ahead, sir. Come on, you men up there. Leave me out. This is a city. I... Oh, God. Now, now, hold out, my young friend. I felt hands on my arms, and the water fell away from me like a weight. They lifted me and dragged me over the stern. I fell face downward in the bottom of the boat, gasping for breath. I was conscious only of Captain Foster beside me. Then presently, for the first time, somebody in this boat spoke. I felt a cold shiver pass over my skin. The man was speaking in Spanish. Captain Foster. out over there, sir. There were three fire ships came in in all, I think. Well, that was my kind, sir, three. Well, that means that none of them did any damage. Good. Huh. But a bold endeavor. Yes. Who ever would have credited the Dons with making such an attempt? Well, they've learned about fire ships from us, perhaps, sir. Huh. We may have nursed the pinion that impelled the steel, eh? Well, it is possible, sir. Well, I suppose it is. <laughs> well, let's Lean back, Hornblower. If we're to be prisoners, let's at least try to make ourselves comfortable. Captain Foster was a cool enough customer, quoting poetry and discussing the naval situation while being carried off into captivity. I tried to emulate him, leaning back unconcernedly against the side of the boat. I would not have wanted Dreadnought Foster to realize that I was shivering from something other than the free wind. I wondered what hardships a prisoner of the Spaniards might have to undergo. And suddenly, there was a voice, an English voice from across the water. Hold the hoy! There's an own boat, sir. Or, or a British guard boat. About time. Hold the hoy! No, I didn't count on. Continue on our hour. Continue on our hour. Ahoy! 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 
hâte le matin. We kill you if you yell. Uh, we'd best be quiet, Hornblower. He'll finish us if we're not. Hold the hoy! Lay on your oars, or I'll fire into you. Continue on the limar. Stop rowing, or I'll ram you. Continue on the limar. Ram us, Hammond. Ram us. Under your lee. And one more minute you would have failed. 
It was the Spanish attack that saved you, isn't that so? I, I suppose it is, quite, quite so. Ah. Then be thankful for small mercies. And even more thankful for big ones, Mr. Hornblow. I, 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 well, I suppose you're right, sir, of course. Oh, well, I suppose that when I've acquired the viewpoint of a, well, a, a true Navy man, more completely, but, well, then, sir, I, I suppose I can fully realize when I, when I look back that, well, <laughs> on the whole, I was, well, a very fortunate midshipman tonight, sir. Horatio Hornblower, starring Michael Redgrave, is based on the novels by C.S. Forrester. Music composed and conducted by Sidney Torch. Produced by Harry Allen Towers. It's so great to finally be able to get together again. Oh, it sure is. And I really appreciate you picking up the bill. I'm happy to. I've got the extra cash. Since we've all been driving so much more again, I've been using GetUpside, the free gas app that pays you cash back for every gallon of gas you buy. Wait a minute. Are you saying you actually get paid cash when you buy gas with the GetUpside app? Yes, up to 25 cents a gallon. Cash back every time I buy gas. Does that actually add up to anything? Some months I make 200 to 300 bucks. Wow. Wow, that's serious extra cash. I'm downloading the free GetUpside app now. Download the free GetUpside app now in the App Store or Google Play to save up to 25 cents a gallon when you buy gas. Use promo code MONEY for a 25 cents a gallon bonus on your first tank. That's up to 50 cents a gallon on your next fill-up. You can cash out anytime to PayPal or an e-gift card for Amazon and other brands. Just download the free GetUpside app and use promo code MONEY for a 25 cents a gallon bonus on your first tank. That's code MONEY.